Well, Thruxton, David Addison, uh, looking forward to it? Always, because this is one of the great circuits that you come to where people can't test ad nauseum. I mean, there's, there's testing restrictions for the BTCC anyway, but you don't get a lot of mileage here in anything over a given season. So it means that the, the really good teams have to, if you like, rely on last year's data or the good drivers have to get on with the job very, very quickly. And it's a place that always gives good racing because people make the odd error. Mm. It's a place that bravery always shines through. And the nature of the circuit with lots of fast slipstreaming sections and then the chicane at the end of the lap always lends itself to plenty of action it divides opinion though thruxton doesn't it i mean there's drivers who absolutely love it because it's you know you've got to get out there for want of a polite way of uh, of saying it. i think bert taylor referred to it as, as having your, your conkers out yes uh, go, go, going around here um but it does divide opinion and of course we've got some changes to, to church corner which is going to, to have a little bit of an impact in terms of perception of that corner perhaps yeah the runoff there has changed and yeah. it's perhaps arguably safer i've not yet had a, a look at it but i think drivers will to begin with be a bit cautious because it'll feel different it'll look different yeah. and then they'll realize that they can still push and you know, by the end of the weekend it'll be second nature um people that are racing here for the first time well it, they've got no preconceptions that was crack on as ever um it'll be interesting to see how everyone gets the head around it yeah. um i think you're right about it being a divisive circuit some people really like the challenge and other people are a bit daunted by it um but that's true i think of other places drivers go well at certain venues not so well at others uh, there are there are different circuits that suit different people but you do find the brave people here and you find those that are full of commitment and those that have good car control because if it goes wrong at the back and you save it you've earned that save <laughs> uh, coming uh, out of knock hill um, that was some weekend and some incredible racing some some brave racing and brave passing as well wasn't there I mean, are we at this stage where it's a two horse race yet no 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 not yet um those are two strong horses ash sutton and colin turkington the fascination in part for me is is that you've got two champions in very very similar cars rear wheel drive four door good shape and don't forget that the Twitter sphere after uh, Browns and Donington was telling us that it was the same old boring stuff because Colin Turkington was going to win it again. Well, Ash Sutton's now had more wins than Colin. Um, he, as we know, he's very impressive. Yes, a bit like Colin, he's a rear-wheel drive specialist. Um, but bear in mind that although the Infinity as a brand has been on and off the grid for a given number of years, that's a brand new car. Yeah. They, they, they are both brand new cars at Laser Tools Racing, built up over the winter, and perhaps the team isn't really getting the credit it deserves for that, because a big amount of effort has gone in. People, I think, generally perceived, yeah, we saw the car last year, so it's just an enhancement of that. It's not. It's a brand new uh, brand new car. BMR Engineering has, has constructed it for Bob Moffat's team. There's a, a pair of them, and they are doing very well, straight out of the box. Uh, but, 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 if you look at the other race winners, a Camish, a Butcher, look at the people that haven't yet had a win, like a Tom Ingram, there's still a lot to shake out of this. Mm. And people that follow the championship know that it's very important to keep banking points. And you saw Colin Turkington do that at Knock Hill, demonstrably banking points. Yeah. You know, he shadowed lap after lap. If there was going to be a moment that he could get past, he would seize it. But he wasn't going to force the issue and risk anything. Yeah. He knows how to win championships. But there are lots of other people that still want wins. And while they're winning, they're taking points off the others. Um, and now we're going to different circuits. We're going to here. We've got Croft coming up. You know, we've got Silverstone coming up. We've got all these different shapes, different types of circuit. Uh, and a lot of people hungry, especially now. We're halfway through the season. 
bizarre to say. <laughs> but also now teams, drivers, are having to go to sponsors for next year and yeah. they need some good results to show them. So now the pressure is on in all sorts of ways. Let's talk about the sponsor um, situation in a second. But first of all, just, uh, I mean, the people at Infinity uh, must be giddy with excitement. And of course, you're now seeing conversations online of, of fans saying, I want one of those, which is precisely one of the reasons that they're in the championship, isn't it? I mean, it's been a yeah. massive impact. It has. And as I say, the Infinity brand came on the grid years ago with that support our paras effort and infinity my understanding and 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 depends who you talk to but they were committed to it then there was a change within the boardroom and they'd lost interest in the project but the project went ahead but it didn't have the backing and therefore it didn't really click and the cars were soon mothballed um bob moffat looked last year at what could be a rear wheel drive bmw equivalent if you like and thought well what about that old Infinity? It's a good shape. And of course, because of the, 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 the amount of standard parts you can have within the cars and, and a, a toker engine, a standard engine, the vintage of the car doesn't really matter. Um, you know, I'm talking about them being brand new cars. Yeah. It's, a, it's an older car in terms of the marketplace. But look at the old FK2 Honda yeah. that, that the AMD yeah, Mark point. Landell team have got. Yeah. I mean, that's... Um, I hesitate to say an embarrassment, but it's an older car, can still beat the new shape of Civic. Um, so the, the, the fact that it's an older brand doesn't really matter. Um, from Infinity's point of view, it's a sort of win-win because mm. they're getting headlines, in a sense, for winning races, but they're not having to put the money in. Yeah. But it makes you wonder what a full-blown manufacturer effort could do. Yeah. That said, full marks to Laser Tools Racing. It has done an exemplary job thus far, hasn't it? Um, you mentioned putting money in, and, of course, there's yeah. already thoughts uh, towards next season and, and how the teams talk to sponsors. I mean, if we if we take out the big major sponsors from the equation, because presumably they will probably stay involved to some degree, it's the, the rest of the money that's made up from the large number of smaller sponsors who sponsor because they want to come racing, they mm. want to access the hospitality. Um, that's they're difficult conversations aren't they? I mean I know ITV of course is, as you well know have just announced a new deal which yep. which puts that this championship once again forefront national television huge audiences but a lot of smaller businesses mm. support racing because they want to come racing and that's the exactly. crunch area it isn't is it? yeah and it's not it's nothing Toka can do about that no. it's nothing the teams can do about that they are completely with their hands tied uh, for effectively the government and the government you could argue has its hands tied by the WHO when the WHO says right this pandemic is, is not as serious yeah. then more relaxations can come to all walks of life all around the globe mm. It's not that the UK government is singling out touring car racing. Uh, But you're right, they are difficult conversations because for many sponsors, they like to be on the grid. They like to be at the circuit. Um, They like the involvement. And uh, the government is trialling events, isn't it, to see how many people it can have. Uh, The trouble is that we're slightly subjected to a one-size-fits-all. So we're an elite sport, which is great that we have that reputation. Uh, That puts us in line with, with, with certain football or rugby or stadium events. We're not in the stadium. We're in the paddock at Thruxton now. We're in the fresh air. Uh, it's very easy to keep your distance. And, of course, other lesser-graded motorsport events are happening with people. So you've got that... that it's confusing for people, isn't it? Let's be honest. It is. I mean, it's, a, it's a contradiction I, in some ways. You can understand the frustrations of the fans who post again and again online that if I can go and watch the GTs, why can't I go and watch the touring cars? Absolutely. I, I, I was at a rally cross at, at Lydon the day after Knock Hill. And that had a restriction on numbers, but two and a half thousand people. And I understand they sold all the tickets. And there was a great atmosphere. And you think, well, great. I'm pleased for them. 
But you know, why can't you have two and a half, five thousand people around Thruxton? Or actually, Thruxton's a funny example because you, you're limited to where you can watch. Uh, but somewhere like Alton Park, where you've got lots and lots of land, um, or Donington. Uh, it, it, yes, it doesn't make sense, but. I come back to this, it's not Toka saying that. It's no. not the teams that are saying we don't want people in. <clears throat> Far from it. Um, yeah. Everybody within the paddock wants to go back to the old days of having to weave past people. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's very easy to go about one's work in the it's, paddock it's these days, but it's not, it's not crowds, what we want. Isn't it? it's, it's not what, it's absolutely, odd, it? absolutely. It's a really weird way yeah. of doing things. But, and, you know, I, I, you must know, I'm sure you get feedback, because the fans aren't here, there must be more people watching television. Your viewing figures must be on the up. I think viewing figures are very good. Um, but, of course, just like motorsport events are clashing, so are all sorts of sporting events. So this weekend we're going up against the Tour de France, which is why we're on ITV2. Uh, so, yeah, the viewing figures are good. But, but again, you're clashing now with arguably more sports. You know, we started on the same weekend as the British Grand Prix. Now, yeah. ordinarily, you wouldn't do that. And... It's tempting to think that nobody watched the British Grand Prix. Well, they would. Uh, the only difference was you didn't have the 100, 130,000 people on site. There's yeah. still an audience for it. So, yeah, it's, it's had its pros and cons, of course. But the main thing is that it's still free to air. Um, mm. There are restrictions from ITV placed upon everybody that works within it for things that we can't do or have to do differently. Um, but I don't think we're missing a great deal um, in terms of bringing the coverage to the fan compared to, to, compared to the past. Yeah. And... What I found interesting at, at Donington uh, for the first round was I'd always had it in my mind that one of the reasons that racing at touring car meetings was so good was because, uh, this is the wrong phrase in a way, but you play to the gallery. And I mean this across all the support races as much as touring cars. You've got, as you set off in your race, you've got fans all around you. And so you are perhaps spurred on just that little bit more to go for 8th place, 28th place. Uh, than you would at a club meeting where the audience is, is three people and a stray packet of crisps. But actually, it hasn't made a blind bit of difference in that respect. The, the, the quality of the racing, touring cars, Ginetta Juniors as ever, the new mini challenge that we have, Porsche Carrera Cup with, with the exciting Harry King. I mean, the, the race quality has been outstanding, um, even though it is all in front of marshals. Yeah. We have seen some great racing this weekend, and I'm hoping we're going to get the same at Thruxton. I know you have to remain impartial, David, um, but, but. just <laughs> hypothetically speaking, yeah. what do you think we might be looking at in terms of uh, podiums and points this weekend? Well, there's a, uh, th there is still a, a big number of potentials. So Colin Turkington, Ash Sutton, Rory Butcher... Dan Camish. The Hondas always go well around here, so let's stretch that out to include Matt Neal and Tom Chilton and Josh Cook. Josh has had a win here on his last three visits, home circuit, and boy, does he need a bit of luck. I mean, he won on the road at Alton, had that taken away, not his fault. Uh, had the weekend from hell at Knock Hill. And Josh is a great bloke, and he does deserve some good fortune. Yeah. Um, Tom Ingram, if he can qualify well, I think, should be up there. He wants a win. Is this a Toyota circuit? You know, it's a fast circuit. It's a bit of a boxy shape. Discuss, would that affect the Ford Focus in the same way? Might do. Um, I'm still thinking cars that cut through the air very nicely. So I'm still thinking Infinity or BMW. Um, but I think also the FK8 Hondas. So I'd go Turkington, Oliphant, um, Sutton, Cook, Neil, Camish as potential winners. 
the rest of the entry, potential podium finishers. <laughs> um, and there are a couple of interesting cameos this week because we've got Tom Onslow Cole back driving for Team Hard in the Ollie Brown Volkswagen. Well, he got that car onto the podium here. Yeah. It's a long time ago, that I accept. But this has always been a really kind circuit to the shape of that car. Again, it's, it's a similar slippery shape to the Infiniti and the BMW. And Rob Austin is back driving the Power Max Astra. Now, that's his first outing in, what, the best part of two years. Um, he might be a bit race rusty, um, whereas Tom Onslow Cole's been very busy in GT racing almost every weekend somewhere. Um, but I think it's good to have Rob back. And if it's his only appearance, he'll be wanting to, to impress. And so will, will Tom Onslow Cole. Tom's a good guy. It's good to have him on the grid as well. But like I said earlier, these little cameos, if they're in the points, they're taking points away from other people that are thinking championships. So, yeah. you know, let's say that Ash or Colin has a drama in, in, in one race and they find themselves at the bottom end of that top 15. Uh, there are a lot of people there that can take points away yeah. from them. And, and within the top 10 in the championship, there's a lot of shuffling. You know, the, the Mercedes has always had a pretty good track record around here. Adam Morgan's had a win this season. Um, Again, if they qualify right, there's no reason yeah. why that car shouldn't be a contender. Yeah, so, yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to dodge the question, and I'm not trying to talk up the championship when I say it's a long list of potentials. But we know that that there just are... shows how close it is, though, and what well, potential exactly. there is in in the you know 75 or more percent of the whole grid. Yeah, I mean, th th there are lots of good teams, lots of good drivers, and lots of potential top tens and uh, top sixes. Now, by definition, you can't have the top 20 drivers in that top 10 just the sheer weight of numbers doesn't doesn't allow it so it, there has to be a bit of elbows out but um it, it does show how many good quick people there yeah. are and again with a bit of luck and a reverse grid you never know what can happen in that third race so uh, yeah it's it's certainly not done and dusted in in favor of colin nor ash far from it a large field of each way bets i think uh, they'd say if, if they were four-legged rather than a four-wheeled wouldn't they i mean if there was a bookmaker here um <laughs> heaven knows how they work out the odds because it'd be a never-ending task you know you could come up with one set for qualifying you'd soon have to change that for race one and then for race three on a reverse grid lord knows what you'd come up with but uh, that's why we love the championship because it keeps us all Absolutely. guessing it keeps us all on our toes um and long may that continue superb david great to catch up with you thank you very much for Thanks your time too. and uh, enjoy the weekend sure i will thank you